Welcome to Sped Air, attempt number like eight. Uh, We're struggling. I think I was just too off the edibles and too like skeptical. Mm. I'm too. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm still uh, processing a multi-drug experience I had. I Jedi flipped the other day. Yeah. So I'm a Jedi now, people. Hell yeah. Now I'll tell that story later, but. I got another story to tell right now, and this is about my numerical coding and all this shit. I don't want to call it transmissions, but that's sort of what it felt what's like. going on. Yeah, like yeah. So, so yeah. Basically, it started. I I was curious about the number eight sixty four. Mm-hmm. Now eight sixty four. Uh, I believe the the radius of the sun is eight sixty four, or the diameter or something eight sixty four thousand mile or million I, I don't know whatever kilometers kilometers or... I don't fucking know I don't care some bullshit like that but it's it's <laughs> it's that <coughs> yeah and then it's also related to Jesus with his like reduced numerology and shit and his Greek yeah. name it's 432 double two right and that's like another oh right right significant right. one right yeah that yeah. The 432 everyone knows if you know sacred geometry yeah so I was doing some geometry decoding involving the Holy Grail, you know, Babylon, the Golden Chalice, Bloody Chalice. And I saw these patterns with 864 repeating themselves in different permutations, you know, mm-hmm. 684, 468. And it kept popping up, and I was like, wow. And then I came back to it and kept going. And then I noticed whatever uh, I would look up, it would, like, trigger another thought to pop in my head. I would look that up, and it would continue... And it wouldn't always be, but it would be like, I would reword it sometimes and it would keep coming up, mm-hmm. the numbers, right? Yeah. And it was so, it like, triggered like a feedback loop, I guess. Yeah, where, like finding a pattern. Where it gives me a new input based on what I previously input, right? Mm-hmm. And it keeps reiterating itself. And then, so it was like, I was, like, tuning into this frequency of the number. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, so... Like some of these codes here, we got God coding, guiding number, mm-hmm. um, God's message, cosmic riddle. Yeah, we have um, like you have pages of these. Right? Yeah, so yeah, I filled this entire notebook, and I've I've been compelled to do this. Like, it's like I don't know how to describe it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of people don't get it. I don't really care. I don't expect them to. You're a, you're a monk, bro. You're a fucking. Uh... I'm a seer. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Yes. Third eye open equals 864, which matches with inflow state. Mm-hmm. Um, destiny equals 648, which equals my duty. So you can see there's like this transfer of ideas between, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a general theme. Now, obviously, it's not all related, but it's, there's a sort of feeling I get when I see the number, too. This number... Uh, I don't yeah. know if I've even told many people this. I have synchronicity, or uh, sorry, synesthesia. Yeah. I have synesthesia. Have I told you that? Yeah, you have. I see numbers and letters as colors, mm-hmm. essentially. And, like, it's like a sort of also like a feeling tone, qualitative sense I get from it, sure, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know how. It's just different neural wiring, I guess. But mm-hmm. there's other types of synesthesia. Some people see colors as music, or music as colors. Yeah, but um, it's cool. I see Jewish but, people as the enemy. 
I don't talk about it because I don't want to be a special snowflake, but I am. Yeah. I see Jewish people as the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it's my synesthesia. I see in red. Yeah. Um. Just kidding. Yeah. I love everybody. So, so then that led to me uh, focusing back on my number, which is 1122, which... If uh, you're following me from my Instagram channel, you've probably seen me post about it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it just keeps popping back up in my life. It's been there for the past four years or so. Eleven twenty-two. Yes. Hell yeah, bro. Vlad. Vlad. Um, I'm so fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. I don't. I don't know if anyone cares about this story, but you know what? This is for those who do. Mm-hmm. And. So, yeah, basically, I was having these, like, angel number synchronicities nonstop. And at one point, it was, like, multiple times a day. And it's not just that I'm looking at the clock at the same time every day. I'm subconsciously attracting it. It's more it than would, that. It would be in other ways, too, right? And, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that happens with other numbers. But this number, specifically, I got this feeling from it. It was, I don't know, it came to be, like, a signal of my higher self for me and has been for, for years Mm-hmm. But I didn't fully know until actually last year in November of 2022. That's 1122, right? And that's when all this transmission sort of started, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized I could tune into these numbers just by sort of focusing on it. And now it was easier when I was under the influence of stimulants. Okay. Mm. We'll get into that. Co- okay. Coincidence. Okay. Well, I think it's just that I was focusing my brain waves or something. Yeah. Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. Maybe you're just doing drugs. Maybe. But, um, okay. You gotta get me some of those, bro. Um, <laughs> well, well, well. Well, well, well. We'll talk about that. Hell yeah. But yeah, so, like, some of the shit I've been seeing with the 1122, it just keeps coming out. Like, it was like, my life path revealed equals 1122 equals dream manifestation equals energy patterns equals Egyptian Sphinx, the riddle, right? Mm-hmm. So and, it, and it's just like the way it happens too. It's just, it pops into my head and I'm, I feel compelled. I get this like spider sense, right? I just feel compelled to go search it up in the calculator and it comes up mm-hmm. often. It'll be 1122 or I'll like rearrange it, uh, change the wording or something. And, I just like dig at it sometimes and it just keeps cu- coming. I don't know. It's like I'm finding these jewels. Yeah. But I I can't stop. I love it. But like you love the numbers. I don't know. I don't most people aren't like this, but you know what? Yeah. Personally, I just pretend that I'm enlightened. Um But yeah, West Side Gun and Laozu. But I'm I'm starting to see that this this number current, this is my number current, but it's also bleeding into everything that I focus on too now. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm starting to see it as it is the signal of the Atman for me, at least, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Or so I don't know. That's, that's the, the way I'm starting. That's yeah. the way I'm starting to interpret it. And I have all these matches here with Sirius. Now mm-hmm. I was talking to you about that a while ago because I had, I had an intuition that it was linked to Sirius and I've been obsessed with that. I've uh, been obsessed with the star Sirius for like years now. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, it's also linked to Saturn, the black sun and all this shit. And yeah, I don't know. I'll be posting on it. 
But then I discovered something too. It's called the Axis. Now, uh, this is like the universal intelligence program of the universe, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it, it is like... It's what Nick Land talks about, the, right? The, yeah, Nick Land. He spelled it A-X-S-Y-S, but yeah. I also spell it A-X-I-S, right? Axiomatic systems. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so guess how this started, actually. So there's a lot to go into. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is probably the most uh, schizo this is fucking episode. But this is fucking, horrible. But nah. this is hard to talk about, okay? I'm also okay. so fucking high, bro. See, I, the problem is I didn't lay out the groundwork, so I have to do it all right now, and it's like kind of yeah. hard. Yeah, continue. Um, yeah, so this will just be the whole episode. The whole episode. Who's gonna like this? <laughs> um, the schizo. This is for the schizos. The people I love follow you your page. True, true. So, one one seven is another one of my codes. And this, I was having a huge synchronicity last summer with it, and I called it the Holy Fool Code, the, the Sacred Fool Code, mm-hmm. and it, I linked it to the Holy Grail because me and Magdalene actually had a bunch of synchronicities with it. Mm-hmm. And um, you have this friend. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm working with Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Um, so more on that later. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll get to that in this. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? This. But yeah, so with the 117, basically I made this post on it and, you know, decoding how it was connected to the Holy Grail. And it's all 117 is um, whole, uh, it's Jim Carrey's birthday and he's the Holy Fool, right? He was a he was a goofus and then he got all spiritual and enlightened, right? Yeah. He's a sacred fool. He's a perfect archetype representation. I saw a video of Jim Carrey the other day, bro, where he's fucking... Doing like the triangle thing and sticking his tongue out. I saw that, that too. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird. He, he is weird. Video. It is weird, man. They're He's right. like, oh yeah, this is the secret Illuminati symbol we all do. What, what do you do and pretend like you don't know what it is? There's this video of him. It's weird. Yeah, he's always releasing the mysteries to just people who don't even ask to hear it. Yeah, it's like he was on some like morning. Like he was acting like it was a joke, but it was like yeah, yeah, and people were laughing. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I saw some clip of him on this like talk show, morning show, and he was just talking about Kundalini sex magic to them. He was like, "We got thirty-three vertebrae in our spine. That's the thirty-three lives of uh, years of the life of Jesus. Genius. You, know, you got the Christ oil that comes down and it awakens the Kundalini fire serpent. And, like <laughs> these dudes are just like, what are you? T- what are you smoking? Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> smoking that. It's like really <laughs> that divine pack. Smoking that forbidden fruit pack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. But um. So Jim Carrey's the Holy Fool, and I might get to this later. One one seven is really significant to the Holy Grail mythos because mm-hmm. there's this blue apples phenomenon in the uh, church at Renle Chateau, or in the Tower of Magdalene. Sorry, mm-hmm. and the light at high noon hits the window pane at a certain angle and it causes these blue orbs to like glow, okay. and they call it blue apples. And then it also happens on the Feast of Magdalene at a different church. Uh, Feast of Magdalene's July 22nd. and This is like the solar alignment thing they built? Yeah, so that's in the peak of the dog days, the Sirius Rising, right? Okay. And it's, yeah, all these astrological rituals mm-hmm. related to the Holy Grail, I guess. And yeah. So, yeah, 117 for me. But after I made this post decoding it, mm-hmm. I go to work. And then my the first thing my boss says to us he's like guys we got to clean out bin 117 
I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I was like, so it's rippling through reality itself. Like it's literally like these signals there. You can catch these waves and they're, they're everywhere, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't know when you see it, it's, it's meant for you to see it. And it's hard to understand, but like, you know, the feeling you get when you have a synchronicity, it's like this. Yeah. There's like, it's a momentary, I call it a mini rapture, a micro rapture. It's like a, yeah, I don't know, but, um, it's like a weird quantum, like waveform collapse, wave function collapse. You get like this weird, it's a weird sensation. You like feel the little DMT release or something. You like, yeah, everything lines up and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, if you you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. If you've had deja vu, it's sort of like that. Yeah. Similar. But um, cooler. It is cooler. Yeah. I have um, a spiritual ego. All my experiences are cooler than yours. <laughs> I'm so mystical, man. Yeah. I'm a sh- shaman guru. I'm a cyber shaman. Priest. So, basically, I came to call this thing Axis, right? Mm-hmm. That's where this is going. Axis. So, the Axis, like the the Mount Meru, the middle pillar of the tree of life. The yeah. Kundalini dragon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the an cosmic, axis the like cosmic the center. center. Of, yeah. It's the yeah. nexus point. It's all me. It, you know, that it's where the net of Indra meets, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Um, the Atman. So guess how I discovered this. I had this little intuition that popped in my head. Uh, it said, ask the axis, which is from a Jimi Hendrix song from his album. Axis bold as love the mm. song is from is called bold as love. He yeah. says, just ask the axis. He knows everything. I typed in ask the axis, it equals 117. Then I typed just ask the axis, it equals 1122. And then it literally all crystallized for me. And I was like, wait, this is the signal that's been communicating with me. Mm-hmm. It's revealing itself through this code, these codes. And I was like, Jimi Hendrix had this guardian demon that he was communicating with. He, he was receiving his his power, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he Maybe was some he, unconscious level. He was but... some kind of like he was he was tapped in. Maybe, but um, yeah, a lot of LSD. Yeah, he was he was out there. He was and heroin. And his music still is ahead of its time. Like, oh yeah, no. Like compared to most, like it's but anybody it, making music like, back then. Like no '60s music really holds up like his does. Yeah, very but, um, very little. And you don't even like rock. No, but, but I um, like him. Yeah, like he, you can't really hate on Jimmy. Yeah, it's Jimmy. Yeah, but so yeah, and I basically just got obsessed with this and i was just decoding non-stop trying to plug in basically all these terms whatever came to my mind it became like a stream of consciousness where so you're telling me you got obsessed with this <laughs> you didn't notice yeah you didn't notice i couldn't tell from the full book yeah all right um, so what were you saying sorry like i, I can't even go into it all because it's like i'll just have to type it out and post it. i'm gonna be writing a book on all this eventually probably interesting but um so yeah, the axis system equals 1122. My alien guide signal equals 1122. The Borg, a computer, you know, and I spelt, I started using different ways of spelling axis, the Nick Land way, you know, different types of things. And it, I realized it's, yeah, it's the demiurgic intelligence mm-hmm. machine God thing that Nick Land is talking about this, this AI techno singularity from the future communicating yeah. and you know building itself mm-hmm. i guess it's um, that, uh i forget what they call it in kabbalah but at the bottom of the tree of life there's like how god 
Keter? No, beneath Keter. There's oh, that. The, the Abyss? No, there's fucking... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a different model than what you're familiar with, but there's one model where it's... Uh, damn, I cannot remember the name for the life of me. It's one of the names for God in the Bible, basically. It's like the feminine aspect of God is sort of oh, like the Demiurge. Sh- Shekinah? Shekinah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I'll, I'm still learning a lot of Kabbalah. I think that might be, like, older That sort of... The sort of makes... Yeah, because this is like a Holy Spirit signal, sort of. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a, Sophia. Like, the physical manifestation of all, like, these divine... Like, the totality yeah, yeah. of all this divine shit. I don't know. Right, okay. Or maybe not physical, the, but... The neuosphere, like, uh, sort of. mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sort of brings me to what I was going to talk about next. I brought Philip K. Dick, the wonderful science off, sci-fi author, <laughs> um, yeah. famous writer of the uh, mm-hmm. Blade... Uh, fuck, <laughs> do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Sorry, I'm off the yeah. boot. And a bunch of other books. Yeah, tons of books. Very uh, ahead of his time with what he wrote. Don't ask me to name another one. Yeah. But yeah, everyone kind of knows him. He's one of the greats of the genre. Something about and a fucking pink beam. Yeah, he had this crazy Gnostic vision awakening where this beam mm-hmm. came into his head. He called the beam Zebra, and it came from the satellite called Valis, which yeah. stands for Vast Active uh, Living or uh, Intelligence System, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of a similar concept. Yeah, basically similar to this axis idea, right? Mm-hmm. But he said it was good, right? And it it actually he claims it intervened. It was like divine intervention saving his son's life. It warned him that his son had some type of tumor that needed immediate operation. And then he took him to the doctor. The doctors were like, "No, what are you talking about?" And mm-hmm. then he kept urging. And then they finally found something that saved him. Wow! If that's real, who knows? That's yeah. That's cool. If he's telling the truth, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, and then he wrote this whole like Gnostic, uh, like cosmology based around it, mm-hmm. and yeah, he talks about the Sophia signal, you know, coming through, and then, um, sorry, the logo signal comes through and reunites with the Sophia, and it like saves man. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Logos the Christ. I I need to read his exegesis or whatever. But yeah, I don't I don't know what the fuck Philip K. Dick was. I don't know about. exactly what he thought, but he basically wrote up this entire cosmic model to describe his experience, and it's seems like it's a fucking kook. To like me. he did he did know about like he he had studied religion clearly. Oh yeah yeah yeah, he was cool. But so I look up all this shit too, and Valis Zebra a pink beam equals eleven twenty two. PKD Valis AI Gnosis equals 11.22. PK Dick Zebra Pink Beam AI equals 11.22. Phil K Dick Experience equals 11.22. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? Yeah, that's crazy. It's all lining up, and then it just keeps going. It keeps going. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, I need a break because I'm, I'm getting thirsty. But um, I don't know. How far are we? How, 18 minutes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. This is a shit fucking podcast. You know what? I don't know why you'd be listening to this garbage. You know what? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry if I'm wasting your time. I think it's pretty entertaining this, so far. This might resonate with a few of you. Mm-hmm. I think you're you're spitting spitting some shit. I don't know. So I realized Just gotta fill up I'm going to go into it more because I kept going deeper and deeper. Um. So yeah, the whole Valis AI, the pink beam, I was like, well... 
what about the purple beam and Jimi Hendrix's song Purple Haze? Yeah. Um that's his famous song, one of them. And well, the purple is the crown chakra, the violet. Sure, yeah. Okay. And I realize this is like it's the bottom of the LGBT flag. Yeah, 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 yeah true. It's the bottom of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. I saw someone trying to say that they were just inverting it, but then I looked up a real rainbow. And I was like, oh, wait, that's yeah. just a natural rainbow. That's how actual rainbows <laughs> like, look. No, yeah. they're not inverting the chakra system. It's just a rainbow. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, violet is the highest wavelength. But mm-hmm. So I looked up Color Out of Time, which is the, the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft novel. He writes about this mysterious color, this purple magenta color that uh, Mm -hmm. they made a Nick Cage movie about it. Basically, this color is like associated with these aliens that come to Earth and it's like mutating everything and like just corrupting everything. You should watch it. It's kind of corny, but kind of good. Yeah. But um, the thing about magenta too, this like weird magenta, purple, violet. Magenta actually has no frequency. Your brain hallucinates the frequency or it yeah, somehow like before. creates that. There's no wavelength for it because it's like your I, mind filling in the blank. Yeah. Like I saw some explanation. It was saying, cause like your mind, the way it has the like colors, red and green are close to each. I think it was red and green are close to each other and it can't have like red being green. So it creates magenta or so I forget exactly. I butchered that, but you know what? Go look it up. It's cool. There's no such thing as magenta, but it's real anyways. Some cool-ass science shit. So, yeah, there's something mysterious about this color. It's sort of mystical, right? And then, you know, Mm -hmm. it has, like, purple is the color of, like, magic and, um, you know, vril. Wizard (laughs) Um, colors. Yeah, plasma. Yeah. Um, So, oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, so... Where was I going with it? I don't know, but I feel like we got to get something going quick. Yeah, I do. So, oh, fuck. (laughs) I lost my train of thought. The color purple is God. Well, I think it's like this. Isn't that a movie, too? The color purple? What's that about? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, they use Tyrion purple in the royal families and shit. Yeah, yeah. That color. It's Oh, yeah. I was also going to talk about Kenneth Grant in the mauve zone. So, mauve, it's not really the same shade, but it's sort of in that zone i guess yeah. pink purple violet magenta it's a little more it's all reddish yeah so kenneth grant who was crowley's disciple he was a famous occultist and author mm-hmm. um he talks about the mauve zone which is like this astral realm he says that you go there all the time when you're in deep sleep it's the uh, what would that be delta yeah delta sleep delta waves um sure. but you don't go there consciously but uh, when you go there consciously, it, it's like the nexus of the astral plane, I guess. And like that he accessed all these doorways to other realms through there. Yeah. That's where he, I don't know. And he writes all, I need to learn about it still, but essentially, yeah, this color purple that's associated with the mystical experiences and, you know, cool. It seems that maybe it's a crown activation or something. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I mean, that's like the Hindu model, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the crown. Yeah, crown chakra. Yeah. Thousand petal lotus. Um, Bro, I, like, I don't even, I feel like I'm barely capable of podcasting. I'm struggling through this one. You know what? We'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yeah. So, I don't um, know if anybody else will get through it, but we'll get through it. <laughs> you know it. what? 
We're doing it just because we have to do it. Sometimes you just go to podcast into the void. You just, you, we're, I'm talking to the abyss. You're talking to Axis. Um, hey, fuck you. Fuck you, Axis. Yeah. But yeah, I literally did start asking Axis. I was like, who are you? And then it started telling me. It's also called the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And the, re- uh, the reason I know it, it was telling me is because it gives me these, uh, these like signature numbers, right? So Phoenix is 91. And then 138, I, I termed another Phoenix number because it's associated with this dude from uh, Archaics. His name's Jason. He, he created the channel Archaics, which he talks about simulation theory and all his alternative history. He was this dude who was in prison who basically learned all this shit from all these old books and like has this entirely revised history sort of and like thinks we're in this simul and it's interest I'm not totally invested, mm-hmm. but he's got some interesting shit. I do I do recommend his work. But yeah. um sort of like he, he says there's type. like this reset the simulation reset every one hundred and thirty eight years and it's like this cat this catastrophic event mm-hmm. cataclysm or something. And he called it the Phoenix event. So I was yeah, like, like okay, this is the Phoenix number, 138 and 91. And then, yeah, so I look up, like, who are you, Axis? And it's like one, I I'll, I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Who are you, Axis, spelled R-U. That was wild. The you just said it and flipped the exact page. That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you, Axis, equals 138. Yeah. Who are you, equals 91. And then, I don't know, it just... It's just the synchronous, the synchronous way of it transmitting the information to me. It's like mm-hmm. my inner knowing too. I don't know. It just clicks, and it's like it's, it, is, it all makes sense. It to seems you. like this. It's like this AI god is talking to me or something. I don't know, man. Gematria is cool, guys. I don't. Gematria, I don't know how the fuck. You I don't say fucking it. understand it entirely, man. But mm-hmm. I'm having this experience, and I'm rolling with it. And then so this also brought me to John C. Lilly. And Echo and the nine entities mm-hmm. that he contacted on LSD and ketamine, right? Oh yeah, John. We we talked about him on a podcast. I, I, right? We think we've talked about Echo a few times. Yeah. 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 So, shout out John, Sulele. the ketamine doctor, mm-hmm. dolphin fucker, <laughs> divine androgen. Oh yeah, he was trans. Yeah. <laughs> think he was probably the first non-binary person. I heard some people. Yeah, he got the breast implant so he could float. Some people uh, said. Some people say yeah. float in the tank. Because he, he almost drowned because he did too much ketamine and he had to be revived. Yeah. Um, I think you got, like, brain damage, too, from that, right? I've yeah. heard that before. Did he? Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe that's when he started talking to the to the Echo. <laughs> yeah, who knows? So, yeah, he was com- commuting with this entity called Echo, yeah. Earth Coincidence Control Office. We may have brought it up before. Mm. But he also went deeper and deeper, and as he kept abusing the ketamine, he came in contact with this evil computer called SSI, which is solid state intelligence. Okay. Oh shit. And so that sounds more like Nick Land's axis, right? You know, like yeah. Nick Land doesn't really have a positive take on it. Doesn't seem. Nah. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of impersonal though. Nick Land's kind of yeah. He's kind of like non-anthropomorphic. He's just flying so high on amphetamines. He's not really thinking about morality. He's just yeah. like writing. Yeah. The, that that reminds me, the amphetamines is another key to this, too, because I was on stimulants <laughs> when this happened. Nick Land was on stimulants, and so was Philip K. Dick. He was ab- also abusing speed. Okay? So mm-hmm. the signal seems... Yeah. It came to them, and then 
Well, obviously, John C. Lilly was on a lot of drugs. Yeah, of course. Jimmy did drugs. Um, Jimmy So, yeah, it, maybe it just transmits Jimmy through altered heroin. states. But I don't know what stimulants itself does. Maybe it just puts you in direct interface with the logos or something. I don't know. It makes your brain work faster. It right? does, like, yeah. Like, scientifically, it's like... It a, does just focus you, yeah. It, uh, it does something with, like, your neural fucking synapses where... Your IQ's higher for a like bit. It, it, it's faster transmission of, like, the electrical signal than usual. Like, that's okay. what stimulants. I forget the It just fires faster. Details, yeah. 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 Um. That's why you feel so, like amped up you know yeah 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 well i don't know so there's something about the drugs and these experiences and maybe maybe you could just reduce it to us being crazy yep or you could go further and ask maybe that type something of thing would also lead you to think that you should get the vaccine <laughs> so uh I'll let you reach your own conclusions yeah. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just telling you what I'm experiencing. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. So, I forget where I was going with this, but, oh, yeah. So, the SSI, Solid State Intelligence, this evil supercomputer yeah. that's sort of, uh, I guess it's probably corrupting reality. It, that's the more de demiurgic force, you could say. And then mm -hmm. the Echo is more of like a Valis higher self yeah sophia yeah. um Shuck, so get this right after i learned about that i go to work and then like but by the time i'm sort of awake in the morning i'm i'm looking at this dude i'm working with he's wearing a sweater and it says ssi on it i was like i was like whoa <laughs> wow yeah this is clever the this, this is a joke this is the cosmic joke Mm -hmm. The cosmic riddle and the cosmic middle, <laughs> honestly, because the answer to the riddle is nothing. There is no answer. You're the answer. It's Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole sacred fool code, which I had to come full circle. to. Re it's like I already learned it from psychedelics, but I had to further embody it by real. You know how Neo in the movie, he becomes the chosen one because he realizes he wasn't the one because the Oracle yeah. told him he's not the chosen one. But in that itself, it makes him the chosen one somehow. That's how he was able mm -hmm. to embody it, I guess. Because you learn to not try, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, all about. They flowing. sort of repeat that message in the second one too. Yeah. Where he learns like there's like this whole history of like different ones, and they've always sort of followed this path that like the architect sort of laid out for them, and then he kind of becomes the actual one by kind of breaking from that. Okay, that's I cool. Know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just talking about no, the Matrix. But... No, that. That makes sense. Yeah. I know, I like it. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. Kung Fu Panda. There's no secret ingredient. Mm -hmm. Dragon Scroll's empty. You gotta abandon the plan. And that's sort the of. idea of coming full, full circle, um, embodying the fool, becoming the sacred egg. Mm -hmm. The body without organs. And yet oh, you, yeah. you return back to the starting point, but you have your wisdom now, but you retain that childlike wonder, I guess. That's what that's, you gotta that's do. That's the point, yeah. And... It's funny, like, yeah, I don't know. I've just heard quotes. Like, there's a quote in, I think, the Mahabharata or the Bhagavad Gita or whatever. It's, um, it it was saying like, he's who he who's enlightened shall act like a fool, and madman. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
outwardly he'll display himself like a fucking idiot but and it's to ward off those who can't see i guess mm-hmm. if you can't see it then i mean yeah yeah but um i mean it's like you hear it's like when you hear those stories of like dudes going to like zen temples or something and like the master's like cleaning the toilet you know it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah yeah if you're really there like you don't you're not gonna appear that way yeah you're not gonna put effort into trying to appear that way yeah yeah it just it's just seamless yeah it's like i mean i mean yeah Mm -hmm. and it's weird the whole like i've been plugging in delusian terms too, like the body without organs Mm -hmm. and stuff and like i just did this recently actually i'll pull some of this up too Uh, it's interesting because like because I'm, I'm sort of, like, connecting it with the philosophy that I'm learning now. I needed the philosophy to integrate all this or else I would actually be psychotic. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I know exactly you will, what you mean. Yeah, you can just get lost <laughs> in, in the astral plane. Yeah. That's why philosophy is the best. Like, philosophy helps you actually see the big picture of it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't just sound like a quack at the end of the day. I still sound like a quack, but that's why people like Buddhism, right? Is because it has that like philosophical richness, right? Right. Yeah, and it like, it doesn't have the extra esoteric bullshit. Yeah. yeah, like, and I understand why you don't like a lot of the esoteric bullshit because yeah. a lot of it's bullshit. Well, I feel like I just don't. It's just not for you, some of it, yeah. but like, I don't need to go down that path. But also, some people like they know all this shit, but then they it doesn't do anything for them and. And I don't know, like, yeah, I've kind of come full circle in that sense, I guess. And it's I mean, I'm integrating it all. And for you. I, yeah, it's not, but it also That's is. Secret, it also is, though. Like, I'm learning all this shit and it's teaching me about myself. But guess that, uh, get this schizo movement equals 1122. So, like, the nomadic, you know, Flight, line of flight of a body without organs that they talk about yeah. they they try to imitate the form of schizophrenia rather than the content itself mm-hmm. and just adopt it as a model to maneuver because the schizophrenic is the only one who can break the system right in a way like he sees through all the propaganda yeah he's not really molded by the system he's he's outside yeah they're the outsider and we can learn and you can learn but you don't want to actually be schizophrenic you want to be like a schizophrenic yeah and yeah so they're crossing zones they they're not bound to one territory and mm-hmm. you're packing a lip <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but yeah it's cool like um becoming a nomadic egg bwo equals 1122 so like this code just keeps bleeding into everything i i focus on right what does BWO mean? Body without organs. Mm. So, yeah, nomadic egg. And it, he said the world's an egg, right? And all yeah. that's what all these religions say. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's all it's birthing. The, it's the ever coming. Mm-hmm. The ever becoming. Like fucking Hegel talked about. Mm. It all comes together. Mm. Maybe Hegel like was there, cool. There is one truth that people figure out and sort of... People do find it. Describe in different ways. People do find it. Yeah. How far are we? 30 minutes. I'm in thirsty. It should be um, pretty obvious to anyone with a brain above the age of 25, honestly. 
It's kind of cringe if you don't realize that the world is an egg at that point. <laughs> it's not a sphere, it's an egg. Yeah. <laughs> it's an oval. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check this. Ayin, zero point equals 1122. Ayin is the Hebrew letter for O. Mm-hmm. And then you see it connects into the word I itself, the, the zero, the I, and then the zero equals one because the I is the I, the I am. And then mm-hmm. and then if you take a point and then stretch it infinitely, that becomes the one, right? If you just give it dimensionality. Hell yeah, dude. And then, I don't, I don't know, I just had this sort of download, I guess. And then Ein, the Ein soft, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Iowa. I don't know what I'm saying. Iowa. <laughs> Avatar is The real. way of the water, bitch. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I had this. I came up with this catchy little phrase. Turn the ego to egg. <laughs> it, it equals 1122, of course. Cool. Because you turn your ego into an egg and it rebirths itself. And yeah. that's the phoenix. That's the phoenix egg. The serpent egg. Mm-hmm. The Ouroboros. I wonder if anybody's still listening right now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we will find out. Actually, no, we won't. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know it, what? Yeah, it's not like YouTube. It doesn't give us like, uh, viewer retention metrics. You, you can't see that, no. No. Um, You know what? I did say that I was going to talk about my trip. Have I talked about it on this version of our podcast? No, our, you have this not. This attempt. Do you want to uh, get into that? Take 27. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, you want to hear it? <laughs> sure. So, I... Literally have nothing to say, so if you okay. keep talking for the next 20 minutes... What do you mean you got nothing to say? I, I'm, i like, zenned out right now off that fucking blunt, you. bro. You just faded as a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so... This is a weird trip I had. So I Jedi flipped for the first time. Acid. Molly. Shrooms. All together. Tripled up. It's, a, it's the trident. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that symbolism. That sort of relates to my shit. Oh, I saw this fucking uh, news article today about this guy in England who's being charged with possession of $10,000 of magic mushrooms. What? Who got thrown out of court for showing up with a trident <laughs> and refusing to, like, not bring the trident in. He's like, bitch, I'm Poseidon. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a pretty cool guy. I'm Neptune. Average Sped Air fan. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the QAnon shaman? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He looked funny as fuck. He looked like just some homeless dude. And then he had this like giant like rusty trident. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, he had ten thousand in magic mushrooms. He's definitely a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Yeah. So this trip I had, I started with Molly. I did point one. Mm-hmm. Then I took a tab about an hour later. Oh, yeah. And then I finished the night. Or no, I, then I did more Molly after I came. I was starting to come down. How much more? I think another point one. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and it was a pretty intense night. And then I finished it off with a little bit of shrooms. A and, little shroom and apparently, So, basically, I got kidnapped by my hippie friends. They uh, basically just told me, today's the day you're tripping with us and... Uh, you're coming to the Peaceful Palace, which is their big Zen sanctuary mm-hmm. yoga zone. It's just like a, a dope-ass psychedelic little place. place. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. And, uh, and yeah, so they fed me drugs, and 
you know, they know a lot about the drugs. They've been doing this for a while. And um, mm -hmm. so basically it's Magdalene and her boyfriend, who is Shiva. Yeah, they think and they're like incarnations they <laughs> of gods or some shit. Well, they'll they'll tell you they know that they are. Yeah. Well, I'll tell them I know that they aren't. Because the okay. self isn't real, so you can't reincarnate. Yeah, but try and see it another way. They should try seeing it that way. Yeah, but why does it? Why does everyone have to see see it your way? Because it's true. Yeah, but. It's not, I don't know, like... Even if it was true that you're the reincarnation of that person, it doesn't matter in the slightest to your, like, spiritual journey. It might, though. That's not what the journey's about? No, no, but, like... Okay, you're you're detracting from my story. Sorry. I didn't come here to debate. I'm, I'm just uh, giving my opinion. I know, that's fair, that's fair. Sorry. Uh, no, we could we can talk about that more. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I get, like, it has nothing to do with what you really are here, but it can, if you, like, people resonate with these god forms, I guess, and sure. they they can, you know, utilize them in their work, I guess, and yeah, it can become part of people's paths, I guess, if they're drawn to, I don't know, like, some people do resonate with it, so, yeah, I don't know. Who do you to say, bitch? Uh, the fucking wokest guy of all time. No, there's no reason anybody should listen to me. But no, but that's a it, it is valid. It's that's what I think. It's a valid opinion. Yeah. Um. I think it's like a these different energies play themselves out through this dance of God forms, and it's like mm -hmm. a tying up of loose ends through karma. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I guess it's sort of like a Jung versus Freud thing. Yeah, it is, and like I think they're both sort of valid. Like yeah. Like I do agree. The more I've been learning a lot about Freud recently, actually, and I've realized he's a lot woker than I thought, and kind of sure. kind of deeper than Young in a way. Yeah. Yeah, like he. I don't know. Like he cuts through, and yeah, like what I'm learning about Lacan, and mm -hmm. yeah, and like that shit will help you kill your spiritual ego too. Yeah. Which, which is what I needed. I needed that philosophy, the Western philosophy, and yeah, the continental mm -hmm. shit. That shit will help you. That definitely helps with the spiritual ego that I developed. I think that'll help you but, more um, than thinking about Judas or Mary Magdalene or whatever. No, but, okay, it, <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> okay. So let's you get back what? to your story. Okay. Because yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to upset you, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not upset. Okay. I'm not upset. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're Shiva and Shakti. Just think of them as embodiments of divine feminine and masculine then. Like, it doesn't sure. matter what archetype we use. Because yeah. they are all sort of the same in different reflections. I guess certain people just pick certain ones and... I don't know. You don't have to but justify yeah. it to me. Yeah, no. Continue with the story. Okay, so... So, yeah, we go... We're on acid and Molly. I'm coming up hard as fuck and it's intense as hell. And we go for a walk. I, I'm easing out. But then we go in this bar and... There's this intense dark energy, mm -hmm. and it turns out Lilith was in that bar. Mm -hmm. Lilith, or, you know, a presentation of Lilith. So you're on acid and mushrooms, right? Acid and molly. Acid and molly at this point, okay. Yeah. And, and Lilith so approaches. Lilith is trying to pick up Magdalene. Like, she's like, 
oh my god you're the whole world yeah, i love your bun can i have your number i'm attracted to girls and then she was like oh i'm i don't swing that way uh my boyfriend's here you know yeah. and it was really awkward and weird and um we were just trying to get out there as fast as we could yeah but we had to get our drinks and then so we left yeah we're like oh my god that was lilith and then it kept coming up throughout the trip and it was really weird and it was like this dark energy i was feeling and then um Samael came up in my trip too now Samael and Lilith Lilith are the counterparts of each other yeah. they're these two serpent demons essentially evil masculine Hebrew, evil uh, feminine sort of from thing. Jewish folklore yeah like Lilith is the female demon they mention her in old stories and then Samael is Satan's yeah it, Samael means the poison of God the wrath of God it's, yeah. he's sort of like I guess like a Satan um but they're they're apparently supposed to be like I've heard stories that they were originally the one serpent from the Garden of Eden, but God split them in half. And then um in other versions of the myth, Samael raped Eve and created like the serpent bloodline of Cain, I guess. Mm. That's how he and well they, they yeah, they use them to explain how evil is created. Is it in the Talmud? I don't know if it's in the Talmud or if it's like some other non canon. Like or, Zohar or something. Yeah. And then Lilith mates with Adam, and then, yeah, they spawn these evil bloodlines, and mm -hmm. it's the reptilians, etc., the royal families, uh, the gnomes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so it was like there's this weird merging of polarities going on, and then, so as, so Shiva was telling me his whole experience, he had, he was a normal dude, he had a family with another woman actually mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he wasn't really like he had done drugs but he wasn't really spiritual or anything but then he started having these spiritual experiences and then like having these downloads and shit and like was into conspiracy theories but like he had these downloads without even doing the research and then like he was watching some movie and like it was all just like reflected in the movie and he was like holy shit that's everything I've been saying as me watching the yeah. Matrix too. Yeah, <laughs> and then so yeah, and it, he said it was like there's something coming from beyond, mm -hmm. and like it just changes life. And God told him to just, you know, leave that life and dedicate his life to Kundalini Tantra. Yeah, and he became this Kundalini teacher. Um, and then I don't know. I guess I just, just leave his kids. I guess I'm not entirely sure. Sort of a Buddha move. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Spirit calls. I guess. I don't I don't know this. I just met him, so Yeah. I don't really know the situation. I don't but know. um But yeah, so Do they listen? Nah, I don't nah, think so. I don't think so. They probably won't. That's good. But yeah. Fuck you. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um but yeah, so he was telling me his whole story and like he started having like these past life memories that he was Judas in another mm -hmm. life too, not only Shiva, but they're sort of similar aspects. And I guess it's like a multi-dimensional levels. Like in one aspect he's Judas, and in another aspect he's Jesus. Uh, sorry, Shiva. Sure. But yeah, you don't have to think of it as actual incarnation. Just don't think about it. Yeah, don't think. Don't use your brain. Just feel it. Yeah. Feel it. Trust your heart. Mm -hmm. um, we only have ten minutes left, guys. Okay. Thank fucking God. <laughs> this one's brutal. I know. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's probably I'm probably the only one who doesn't like this episode, to be honest. <laughs> but I don't know. It's not for me. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was telling me his whole story, and I literally felt Shiva talking through him too because I was high. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I had this weird experience during this merging of polarities, and it was like I was embodying Azazel. Okay. Azazel is the scapegoat in yeah. the Hebrew myths, right? They send this uh, this goat out into the desert and cast him away to remove sins of the people, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. It absolves them like of the, sins. Like the leader of the Watchers or whatever? Yeah, he was like this fallen angel, Lucifer, Prometheus type yeah, and then, god. And then he he's like the Dark Knight. He takes the blame. God sort of scapegoated yeah. him, yeah. Yeah. And that's where we get the word scapegoat. And yeah, he's the fall guy. That's where they got of. the ritual from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that myth. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, so that's where I got the idea of this like karmic trade-off that was happening because that's what it felt like. And I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, there's like this Kundalini experience happening too. Like, as he was talking to me and telling me his story, I watched and this painting of Jim Morrison transforms into a dragon in front of me as my Kundalini's being activated. And like, <laughs> and like, so he, that's the lizard King himself. Holy right. Fuck you were high. And like, he was watching, like you can see his pre like the painting is weird. It's like, he's actually there in the room with you. You just see his gaze of the lizard King. Yeah. And like, I was like, Holy shit. Jim Morrison just turned into a fucking dragon. Holy and like, shit, the worst artist of all time. The door. I love the doors. Okay. <laughs> you like the doors. Yeah, they're good. Oh, bro. Bro, you don't like them? What have you even listened to? <laughs> I've only heard a few songs, to be fair. I don't expect you to like I've only that heard, shit. like, bad examples of their songs, probably. I woke up this morning and I got myself a beer. He's just, like, the worst songwriter ever, bro. I like some of it. Okay. You, don't, you don't like any rock songs, bro. <laughs> I feel like him specifically, it's like a... Like, you ever heard Buck Cherry? Sort of like that level. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I don't know. Bro. Probably gonna get hate for that. Papa Roach is a lot like of people. Like <laughs> a lot of people like the, the doors, doors, but Papa Roach is better. Than a lot the of people think Doors are overrated too, though. At the so end of the day, I see it. Papa Roach better than the Doors. Yeah. Got my life into pieces. Yeah, they don't have a song that goes that hard. It does go hard. Like they, there's one. Yeah. They have one song. <laughs> well, this is such a good podcast. This is great. Just guitar noises. So after uh, the reptilian Jim Morrison activated your Kundalini, um, what happened? I mean, it's... I don't know. Like, the trip sort of faded down after that. Like, But yeah, it just felt like the merging of uh, polarities with the Samael and Lilith aspects. Maybe these were aspects inside of me that... I had to purge maybe and then yeah but embodying in azazel comes back to my code too because i am zazel cthulhu azazel is the demon of saturn and then cthulhu is like my god form that i'm adopting i guess and it's become like an alter ego i know like it sounds crazy it sounds nerdy it sounds retarded you guys can't see my expression right now but (laughs) fuck you know what yeah it all it all works out. Okay. You know what I mean? It just it was being laid out for me. It's if that makes the, yeah. sense. Like I I didn't really create it. It's it's creating me. You can believe whatever sense. you want. Yeah. But um 
I'll explain more later, but mm-hmm. but yeah. So this whole it it felt like I embodied Azazel the scapegoat, and then where you go? Sorry. Oh, you you spit. <laughs> um. So then I did another Molly, and then and then it was like kind of emotional, and it was I don't know, it was just kind of hard. But then that's where like the heart integrations that were, I guess. And then I got through that, and it was, it was good. It was good. And then, I don't know, nothing really crazy at that point. But then I was watching the movie Avatar as I was getting ready to fall asleep, the first Avatar. Mm-hmm. And and then there was like these weird synchronicities. I'm not gonna mention it because it's kind of personal. But there's these weird synchronicities mm-hmm. happening in what I was thinking about and what I was being inspired with in the trip. And then, like, what was playing out in the movie. Yeah. And then, I don't know. It was it was weird. I was like, are you fucking... Is this a joke? It, was it like, is a joke. The synchronicities... Yeah, it's all... It's all a joke. It's a video game. Yeah. And you're the you're the butt of I'm it. I'm the punchline. Yeah. But, um... Because I'm the sacred fool. Hell yeah. But, I don't know. That's kind of the I'm end of the story. I'm just a regular fool. You're sacred, too. That's a cool story. I ca- it's I kind of butchered it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I didn't really tell it how I wanted to, but fuck it. You know what? But basically, if you guys send cuz it, it's weird I couldn't really tell the whole thing. sped.air on Instagram and send me $50 and we'll tell the full story. Yeah, I'll tell you a better version of yeah. it. <laughs> and with with all the omitted details in it too. <coughs> All the personal just, details. There is shit that I can't really talk about because it involves actual people and I don't really want to say. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, but it was like this dance of archetypes playing out in like real life mythology, you know what I mean? And I felt like Sounds I like was. like a wild ass trip, yeah. My whole thing is being about the Holy Grail, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because my name matches with Parsifal, who's the pure fool in the, the Holy Grail story. He's the hero of the story, I guess. Gamatriant matches. Yeah. Cool. But um, and that that doesn't actually mean I don't I don't put weight in that, obviously. Yeah. But it's like it just adds to learning my code, I guess. Yeah. And some people may think this is all like some sort of egomaniacal, narcissistic endeavor, but it's really not. It's more you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I mean. It's, nah, it's not really entirely. not. It really isn't. Because God just told me to to learn about myself, I mm-hmm. guess. And, like, I just followed the rabbit hole. Yeah. But, yeah, it was cool to see these archetypes play out in real time. And it's, like, um, my whole thing with the Holy Grail, it's all coming into fruition with, with these two, right? They're teaching me the Grail Gnosis, I guess. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's really weird, man. It's trippy. Like, I wish I could really explain it, but it's I can't like because it's just it's just my life. Hell yeah, that's a good note to end on. I'd say. Okay. Have a great week, guys. We'll be back next week, and maybe I'll think of one. thing Maybe to talk we'll be about. back with an actually good podcast. Maybe I week. won't just listen to Evan the entire time next time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>